0: Welcome back to War Room. God is so faithful. He's so good. He's so awesome. I'm glad to have you with me today. We're studying along the line of faith, the prayer of faith. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We come right now. We ask you to make your word come alive to us, that we're not just going to read it. We're not just going to read it and listen to it as a story, but Lord, that it will change our lives from the inside out. That our prayer life will never, never be the same. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. So, to recap really quickly, we've been talking about the prayer of faith, the prayer that you make petition to God, uh, or the prayer that you change something. And uh, we talk about making the right connection is the first one. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. The second one we talk about is identifying the problem. And I think most of the time we are afraid to identify the problem because we think people are afraid that if we identify the problem, we are speaking doubt and unbelief, but that's not so. We are not speaking dial and unbelief when we identify the problem. We just want you to know what it is and then move on to the next phase. We should be this part. After you know what the problem is, what do you want from the Lord that is important? Jesus asked two of his disciples, uh, the, the, sons of, uh, the sons of Zebedee that came to him and said, I want to sit on the right hand with James and John, I think, and I want to say on, sit on your left hand. And these two brothers, didn't know what to ask. They were asking inappropriately. And Jesus said, it's not my place. But you know, the question is when they came to him, he said to them, what do you want me to do for you? That was his question to them. What do you want me to do for you? But you know, and that same question applies today. What do you want from the Lord? Make a decision. Decide what you want. So, you know, I'm going to give you a couple couple of examples. Really, I'm going to give you three examples. And we fall in these categories when we come to ask the Lord, decide what we want. Most of the time, if you just pray and say, well, Lord, I really don't know. You know all my needs. I don't have to tell you them because I don't want to be talking down and unbelief. Look, if you need a problem, you got to come to the Father. He said, ask. You better put your request down on a piece of paper or spell it out to the law. Law, I need this. Law, I need that. You know, because if you cannot decide what you want, you're just not going to have. You're going to do without. And you don't want to do without because he wants to give you all things that pertains to life. He want to meet all your needs. He already met all your needs, but you have to appropriate those needs. Those, those, those that he has met already. So most of the time, this is what happened though. We said, God is too big. This problem, excuse me, this problem is too big for the law. We put a whole bunch of stipulation on him. You know, a story that comes to mind is this lady had two children, uh, that have some psychological problems. After she identified they have psychological problems, she was getting some help from the government to take care of these children so they're not in poor play and, and being a bother to other people. But uh, so because of this, the help she's getting was pretty significant that she didn't want the situation change. So her decision was, it's okay. I can deal with it. And sometimes we want to pray for those people, but that's not our place. You can't decide for them. You have to decide for yourself. When you get a situation, you decide what you want from the Lord. When somebody comes to you and asks for prayer, ask them what do they expect after you pray. Because if they say, I hope to, I hope sure this works, they're not standing in faith. It's not going to work. They have to decide and put their thumb on their decision. And God will meet them where they are. And another thing is, you know, we, we always say, when, when, when we get really bad news, we say, oh my gosh, this is so big for the Lord. You see, we forgot to know that he is the creator of the universe. He is the creator of the atmosphere that you cannot see, the air that you cannot see. Everything around you, the visible and the invisible, he created all things. So what is too big for him? What is too mighty for him? What is too glorious for him that he cannot do? We we make God so small. We don't understand His love. We need to understand how much He loves us. We can decide appropriately. You know what we want from the Lord. You remember that scripture in Romans, Romans. Uh, before I go to Romans, when I'm talking about this, putting a stipulation on God and not believing him, let's go ahead and turn to uh, Luke. If you look in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 1, talk about very interesting John the Baptist, mom and dad, you know, Zachariah and, and Elizabeth. Let's look at chapter 1, verse, uh, I'll read a story to you, verse 11. This is Zechariah was the priest at that time. So the angel of the Lord, he was on duty. So the angel of the Lord appeared to to him, Zechariah, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and and fear fell fell upon him. The angel of the Lord said, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayers is heard. Your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will uh, bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the law, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in spirit and in the power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready the people prepared for the Lord. The angels given him all this wonderful news that going what his son is gonna do verse 18 zachariah turned around and said and zachariah said to the angel how shall i know this for i am old man and my wife is advancing age she is asking in unbelief He's not like Abraham who did not consider his body or did not consider the, the deadness of Sarah's womb. He here, Zachariah, is asking in unbelief. And the angel, God fell with that kind of business, the angel said, and the angel answered him and said, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. I will send to speak. I was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad things. But verse 20 behold you will be mute and not be able to speak until the day these things take place because why were you going to be mute because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time you see when we do not believe God's word and we look at it and we decide our our earthly decision is to not ask God for his best We are in unbelief because we don't believe that God is able. We don't believe that God is able. He can conquer that problem. That problem is too small. So we decide, well, Lord, I can just do with this. I can bear with it. But that's not his best. His best is to give us all things. He already paid for those things for us. So, decide appropriately because when you decide that's where really it is the beginning of your faith, deciding what you want from the Lord before you come to him in prayer. Don't put stipulations on him. Don't put limitation. Don't use your earthly limitation, your earthly thinking, your earthly reasoning to decide how big your God is. Because if your God is as big as your earthly reasoning, you have a little God. That's not a God I serve. You have to make sure that your decision <laughs> oh, over and above, because he is that big of a God. And also he says here in Romans chapter eight, verse 32, he who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not give us all things freely, all things freely, if he gave you Jesus, what else can he not give you? He gave himself. Jesus will make, God will make flesh and came and dwelt among men. God give himself for you. If he gave himself for you, oh, what can he not give? He can give you everything and anything that lined up with his word. So decide today what you want from the Lord. Amen. We will meet right back here again tomorrow and we'll continue to talk about prayer, the prayer of faith and uh keep writing us, keep tuning in because we are here to build your faith, to help you to know God, walk with God and love God and your life will never ever ever be the same in Jesus name. Amen.